Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Let's go back in time. It's Flashback Friday. Let's go way back. Way back in time. This is Friday. You ain't got no job. Uh-oh. What? My time machine has been activated. Time machine? I didn't know you had a time machine. All right, Rupert. Prepare to time travel. Let's go back, all the way back to March 1st, 2018. Six years ago? I know I'm going to do that every Friday we do this, but that's so weird to me. 2018. Time flies, man. It feels like three years ago, not six years ago. But that was the case, and here was one of the leading stories for a rundown for an old radio show I used to do. Sean Miller, former Arizona head coach, forcefully denies any wrongdoing in wiretap case. What's your reaction? Do you guys remember the wiretap case with Sean Miller, DeAndre Ayton, all that hullabaloo that was going on? I think Chuck Person also got in trouble for this when he was working down in Auburn, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe that was something separate, but I do remember the Sean Miller wiretap case. Money was involved, correct. Yes. It was, what, like half a mil? I think I don't know about the entire money, but wiretap show Sean Miller discussed a hundred thousand payments. Okay, and this is before NIL. What's hilarious is like this was a huge deal back then, and now with NIL, it's like oh, that's okay, cheap. You ain't getting DeAndre Ayton for a hundred thousand a day. Yeah, the headline was FBI wiretaps intercepted telephone uh, telephone conversations between Arizona coach Sean Miller and Christian Dawkins, a key figure in the FBI's investigation into college basketball corruption, in which Miller discussed paying a hundred thousand. To ensure star freshman DeAndre Ayton signed with the Wildcats, sources familiar with the government's evidence told ESPN. Man, we had the FBI on this, and now it's just a part of normal college sports structure these days. How low down the ranks do you have to be in the FBI? Because with all the drugs, (laughs) sex trafficking, murders, cartels, all this stuff we got going on, and they say, hey, man, we want you to sit on the wire and find out in college basketball who's cheating. Like, you got to be a guy that got relegated because you did something wrong, and that's going to be your responsibility. I will say it does remind me of the conversations we were having at that point because most people were ha- or a lot of people had that same take you did like sh- okay wait is, how big of a deal is this but what's crazy is that Sean Miller was just denying it at every single turn Sean <laughs> we know you paid up if you'll remember DeAndre Ayton was a crazy prospect coming out yes. of the Bahamas there was a reason that he was the number one overall pick over Luka so many people kill Phoenix for selecting DeAndre Ayton over Luka Doncic and I get it Luka was still this there was absolutely a case to be made to draft Luka over DeAndre but I remember Jay Billis Fitty's new favorite college basketball analyst hmm. he said DeAndre had Hall of Fame potential he was crazy at Arizona yes he was Nuts. number one recruit coming out of high school all that and so we know you gave him a hundred thou it's on the wiretap too like we know about it Sean and he was nope didn't do anything wrong and now he's not at Arizona anymore now he's not there. And he probably won't be anybody, anywhere else again. No, he isn't. Let's move on to another topic in 2018, March 1st. How much better is Kirk Cousins than Case Keenum? <laughs> Sam Bradford. How much more money would it take the Jets for you to choose Kirk Cousins 
or for it to you to choose the uh, the Jets over Minnesota for Kirk Cousins because remember the finesse god at the bank he was making a ton of money all guaranteed too trying to figure out if he was going to stay in Washington really it was Washington figuring out if they wanted Kirk Cousins to stay and this was an when I was actually a Kirk Cousins warrior Wes mm. I thought Washington should have paid him and then he goes to Minnesota and then you have a few too many playoff flameouts, and it doesn't necessarily work. You did have one. You did have one victory where Kirk yeah. actually won the game, too. Like, he was dropping some dimes in that one against the Saints and actually played well last year before he got hurt, too. So Kirk Cousins still with Minnesota now, but here we are six years later, Wes. We're having another conversation about where Kirk, or Kirk Cousins could end up. Much older now version of Kirk, yeah. but still a very good quarterback that could help a lot of teams win. I mean, at the end of the day, the man's a walking 4,500 yards and 30 passing touchdowns every single doggone year, okay? And maybe if he had a supporting cast as good as Brock Purdy's, uh, he would have won two or three Super Bowls by now. You know what I'm saying? Because Kirk Cousins has never had superior supporting cast. Oh, that Vikings team I, you have was I don't good. want to have a big old debate. No, I'm just saying, I mean... Not San Francisco level. Well, you're right. But to have Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson, that's a lot better than I would say okay, 75%. And this that's, is true, but now you can't mislead the people because you, oh, you, yeah, you made it sound like he had them all. But but Adam Thielen and Stephon he was did. like he did. top three wide receiver he did. in the league. He did. Can you name a couple guys on that defense? Eric Hendricks was a beast at a linebacker. Daniil right, Hunter's one of the most player. underrated edge rushers. Yeah. Everson Griffin had double-digit sacks. Okay, like, actually, three. I can name a lot. <laughs> like, Harrison Smith was one of the all-pro safety. Yeah. Like, there was they, four. Yeah, they had, a, they had a good team, but nobody was talking about the Vikings were going to be Super Bowl. I, okay. All right. Well, anyway, though, I'm just, he is looking for another team for, yet again. Uh, but Kirk Cousins, like I said to me, Mr. Production. Yeah, the playoff record might not be what it needs to be. And and he has some culpability in that. I'm not going to completely absolve the man. But at the end of the day, you plug this guy into your offense, you're looking at 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns. Hey, that just is what it is. He was, he was good as hell last year. No, like for real. I, I thought Kirk, he's older, so you really do have to factor that in and how much you pay him. But I do think Kirk yeah, Cousins. He was 291 a game last year before he got hurt. The real thing about Kirk isn't defense or weapons. It's the offensive line. That's what I'll grant you. The yeah. offensive line wasn't very good in Minnesota for all those years. Let's move on to 2019, March 1st. How about this? Vinny, we'll go to you on this one. We were talking about our reaction to Bryce Harper signing with the Philadelphia Phillies for 13 bam. years. My boy, bam. Going to the Mets in your divi- in the Mets division, Fiddy. What did you think about this move once it came across your timeline? Uh, surprised. Thought he was going to be a Dodger, and he ends up going to to Philly. Um, I think it's made a lot of fun. He he feels like, as much as he was a national and it was a big part of turning him into a winner, he feels like a Philly. He looks like a Philly. Like, like he embodies. He embraces this, him too. Yeah, like he embodies what that city. Uh, means and he's a, he has a great relationship with the fan base. So I just thought he was going to LA, and when that deal came through with uh, Philadelphia, it was just kind of starstruck. My dad, diehard Dodger fan, was very pleased because he doesn't believe in signing people to right. 10, 12, 13-year contracts. And we know this because of his take on Shohei Otani. You brought that to the table when we were having the Shohei conversation so much. But I think about Bryce Harper, too. I know so many Braves fans hate Bryce Harper, and I get it, right, being in the division. Man, even when he was catching hell from so many people, even with the average being 260 the first year, 268 the second year, he was still getting on base over 40% of the time. I just... 
th- just so people know, over 40% of the time is an absolute ridiculous MVP level type of number. He didn't have enough numbers elsewhere to really be in the MVP conversation, but then he did win MVP in 2021. That dude's ability to get on base, it never wavered when he was a- getting a lot of criticism. And guess what his on-base percentage was in 2023? 40%. Mm. Crazy. Like Bryce, are people like to criticize him? Bryce Harper is one of the best we got. Yes. And and it's well, that's my guy. He's my favorite player. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. So that was a fun story in 2019. Last one, Panther-centric topics in 2020. What were we discussing on March 1st in 2020? James Bradbury was seeking 15 million on the open market. Woo. We were asking if that was worth it for Carolina to pay up. I got to tell you, what an interesting career that James Bradbury has had. So he goes to the Giants and plays well. We're talking about a pro bowler in 2020, his first year away from Carolina. And so that allowed people that wanted Bradbury to take the victory lap because he was a pro bowler. How many interceptions? He had three interceptions, but very good in coverage. And then the second year with the Giants, I don't think was as good, goes to Philly in 2022 and is an all pro second team member just two years ago. But then this past year, I think, started to get a little more exposed. So he has elite to very good to average seasons all across the board. But overall, I think maybe the right move for both teams. Okay, you let Bradbury walk, and it hurt him for a little while. But, you know, Bradbury had a pretty good career elsewhere. It's just felt like it was a little inconsistent at times, but still more so above average level. Last one before we move on. Combine Warriors. We were talking about a big one in 2020. I'll give you a guess. You remember who it was, right? Big debate on if the Panthers should draft this guy. What position? Just give me a little hint. Oh, this has to be. Yeah, it's it's. I'll, I'll before I say it, I'll let Fitty have the chance to steal. Steal. Is this uh? Is this Davis? No. Nope. 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 I was thinking about the guy who's uh. Okay. <laughs> Thing flopped out during the combine. Okay, all right, that's all why. Right. Of course, okay. that's why you would think about that. I mean, what is? I've wrong never seen that. No, I like mean, because like, everyone was talking about that. Everybody. A I don't even remember warrior? that. I don't even remember co- that. Yes, if that's not a combine warrior, I don't know what is. <laughs> Just completely. God. <laughs> all right, can I get my hand? Please? Try to have some fun. His thing. His thing was flopping out. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. Uh, he was the linebacker. He was a safety. Hybrid. Hybrid all over the place. Oh, Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. Okay, yeah, there we go. Like the combine warrior it, debate but... potential. Yeah, Derek Brown or Isaiah Simmons? We had the question. He had a great day. Does that move him up on the list of players that you like at number seven overall? And if you look at his numbers, 39-inch vertical, 11-foot broad jump, 439, 40-yard dash. It was ridiculous weighing at 230-plus pounds, too. Just number one on all on every single category, and then turned out not to be as good as what we thought. I guess, and I guess you and I have different definitions of combine warrior because I consider those guys the guys that weren't very productive in college, but then go and blow it up mm. at the combine. Because Isaiah was a really good college oh, yeah, player, he was. Yep. so the workout matched up with what you saw on tape. But the pros just didn't match up to what you saw on tape. No. Once he got to the pros, man, they no, he didn't. They just can't seem to find a position for him to thrive at. We're coming back in the time machine. That'll do it for Flashback Friday. Maybe he'll be a Friday. Panther. 